Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 59th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You probably know me better as PHL <laughs> Hudson. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and friend. <laughs> friend, co-host, and friend. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> Frederick. Uh, here we talk about movies, TV shows, and a bunch of nonsense. I'm pr- you nailed that one. I certainly did. Uh, this was recorded on September 8th, for the record. Also, I've completely, we've just discovered this was really poorly planned, because, but also inversely so, because I accidentally planned too much. <laughs> so, it's a weird paradox we're in. <laughs> but, um, I, well, we were going to record six episodes today, and I realized we've, I've prepared for seven, but so I guess we're just going to do six. I don't know. We'll see. It's a confusing life. But you know what? Hopefully, if we're able to see each other and all that at some point on vacations or whatever, then you won't even notice the difference. Yeah. So let's just get into it. Today, we're talking about Quentin Tarantino movies. An, an excellent director. God, love the man. Probably my favorite director, I'd say. Really? Yeah. Above... I mean, I don't really know many directors. <laughs> <laughs> I should state up front, I have not seen, and I am assuming you have not either, Jackie Brown or Death Proof. I have not either. We'll get... I'll get to them someday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make an epic... I've not even seen video. The Dogs of the Reservoir. Oh, well, good thing that's the first thing we're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, overall, thoughts on Quentin Tarantino movies? I I love the man. Both both him, like, as a, as a person and also his movies. It's very... You love like, him as a person. I do. Isn't I, he a bit of a... No, he's... He, I mean, some say he's a bit of an asshole. I mean, he's doesn't done some questionable things, but I like his kind of, like, no f***s given attitude. Have you seen, like, the interviews where it's, like... Though, like some reporters, like, what's with all the violence? And he oh, just goes, in that way. It's so much fun. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I can't, I can't say how good of a husband he is, but like, <laughs> you can't vouch for him as a person, but you enjoy his, his enjoy personality, personality interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. I um, yeah. Well, I think he makes very entertaining, very unique movies. Yeah. Well, you, you, you're, you're never uncertain that it's a, that it's a Tarantino. No, he has, he has a very distinct uh, mm. style <laughs> with a lot of feet involved. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think he is well, yeah, one of the best directors still working today, although I think his next movie might be his last. Yep. Although I feel like he says that after every movie he does. I, I mean, he said that he'll do ten movies, and then he'll be oh, done. Okay. Well, technically, I mean, he's if you count Kill Bill as more than one movie, he's done ten, more than ten. But, eh, oh, well. Was it ten or twelve movies, maybe? It might have been twelve. Well, anyway, t- Quint. <laughs> Quinton. <laughs> he, um, spoilers for all these time codes in the description. All right, let's go. His first movie... Also, we're only talking about movies he's directed alone and not yeah. movies that he's just written but not directed. These are just his, his how he would, since he says like, oh yeah, The Hateful Eight was my eighth movie. Mm-hmm. We're going by that. Yeah. So, Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Doggy Dogs. I, <laughs> Put the emphasis on the dogs. I really want to watch this. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen a few scenes with, um, what's the guy? The... Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> not that man. <laughs> the guy who's like also in The Hateful Eight. Tim Roth. No, it's like... It's got a, he's got a pretty oh, Danish name. Oh, like, uh, Danish Michael name. Madsen. Yeah, Michael Madsen. Yeah. yeah I've seen the dancing scene, like, where he tortures the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty dark. Um, pretty Madsen. Pretty, pretty Madsen. Is he Danish? No, he's he just got a Danish sounding name. Yeah, I, I used to confuse him with Mess Mikkelsen, but then I realized, how could I? Mess <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can't do the same with Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen? Oh, you can do it. <laughs> You've probably God, he's wrong. Danish. <laughs> um... Reservoir Dogs, a really excellent film. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I don't have a ton to discuss about it, so I'll just make this a monologue. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, it's very... It's got the, like, kind of standoff, right, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it has It has very great 
uh, it has great character, great acting, great writing as usual. It's basically, yeah, think of Tarantino and then like, if it's sort of like, you can sort of imagine his beginnings, like before he had these mm-hmm. like kind of epic scale with like yeah. Django or even Pulp Fiction. It's like a, a lower budget, lower Pulp budget Fiction. kind of here. Here's Quentin. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not like, it's not like Pulp Fiction, but in terms of his like style and his writing, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, it is like a lower budget, kind of like his starting, his kicking yeah, off yeah. point for like big movies. Uh, it has really good performances. Great. Uh, from memory, it has like sort of the timeline is a bit messed up. So it's like that's a classic. Yeah, t- Tino move. It's <laughs> classic Tino. <laughs> it's um. So it has like some exciting reveals, which I won't spoil. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. <laughs> but yeah, I, I can imagine. And it, it has some very funny moments as well. So just just very Quentin. Sorry, we don't have much to say about that. But I'll, again. Beachel Hudson will be having an epic video at some point where I'm, I'm just going to go in depth on these things. But that's Holy not what. Damn. Holy that's, smokes. That's not what the pod is, though. No, <laughs> we are not in depth at all. Pulp Fiction. I this mean, you have seen. An excellent movie. Very, very it. excellent film. I love it so much. It is. Again, the timeline is very skewed and everything. But again, very, very Quentin esque storytelling. And all around great cast. Wouldn't you say so? <laughs> Wouldn't you say so, Beach? <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, it has it has such a stacked cast. It's, it does. It's like, got. It has the ultimate '90s cast. It's got, got. It's got. Who's 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 Jackson, it? Travolta, Willis, Willis, Uma Thurman. Who's who's Ving Rhames? There it is. The Rhames. The Rhames from from Cruise Fame. <laughs> Cruise Fame. <laughs> the Rhames from Cruise Fame. <laughs> um, it's. I'm sure we're missing a bunch. <laughs> like yeah. another main character. Uh, I mean, it's it's iconic. Said Travolta, no. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never miss Travolta. <laughs> um, it's an iconic film. It's for such a like a mainstream movie. Like, goddamn, it is pretty. It is pretty rough at some points. Like, um, with, I mean, the adrenaline shot is pretty mm-hmm. pretty crazy scene, yeah. and the whole Rames Willis story. I, I'll say, I also do like um, Tarantino's like acting in this as well. Pretty good. Oh yeah, he gets so he gives himself a cameo in every movie. Yeah, yeah. he um, well, he's a main character in Reservoir Dogs. Is he? He's not like the but he's like one of the main like crew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, he's 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 pretty good in it. I think. I don't know, like. I think no, he's actually not the thing you should take away. Like God, Tarantino was amazing. <laughs> yeah. in this. But like, I, think I, I, I like I like it when a director kind of shows fun. up in the movies. Yeah, sometimes. I think it's just like sometimes it. Like if I didn't know who he was, maybe I wouldn't notice it. But because like I know he's like not like a specifically an actor, maybe I yeah. think like oh, like his acting's a little weird. But overall, yeah, like he he's he's good when he does a little cameo and. It's a very funny film. I mean, mm-hmm. Jackson and... I think it might be my favorite Jackson portrayal ever. It is it is his most iconic, yeah, inarguably. It is so good. And um, him and Travolta are great together. Mm-hmm. And again, it has that classic Tarantino dialogue that, like, they're kind of talking about nothing, but they're kind of talking about something. Like, yeah, they're talking about movies you're, and you're TV. Still, you're still kind of, like, looking... Yeah, you're like, still very invested in the... Com- like, it's it's fun and engaging and, and still kind of... And builds the characters as well. Mm-hmm. And, um... The the Willis Rames subplot, I remember... It's also good, I think. Well, it's it's good, but I remember it was, like, the most... I don't know, not the most, like, disturbing thing I've ever seen, but it was sort of... Considering that, like, I've seen sort of, you know, like, some horror movies and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, where, like, like this sat with me more, like, it just sort of... Like the... With the gimp and yeah, all that? Yeah, it's so viscerally, like, it's unpleasant. Like, it's so... Oh. It's very... So, I, I guess, in that way... But it is, the movie a, big, a big Willis and Rames bro moment at the well, end. Well, there's a great. I'm nah, not, it's man. also. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. <laughs> I like um, again with Tarantino movies that the even though the good guys aren't necessarily good, 
they always yeah. triumph over the worse mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. you know, arguably. And, um, and yeah, so that scene, I think it's also, yeah, it's effective in making you, it's almost like darkly funny at points. Yeah. And then like, it's effective in making you very uncomfortable. And then also it has this kind of, you know, then when Willis finally gets out there and, and saves the day, it's, it's quite a satisfying yeah. moment. Sage day, baby. Sage day. <laughs> I think that the Willis and his girlfriend subplot is the only one that's like a little. No, yeah, that's I, I'm not really that invested in it, but I, I like guess that's it, the one conversation scene where I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, this isn't as. She's like, I love pancakes or whatever. Oh yeah. On <laughs> Christopher Walken shows up. He does. He does. Talks oh. about putting a watch in your ass. <laughs> it's very good. I mean, yeah, but the, the the whole story with his girlfriend as well. I guess it's kind of necessary for it to be there because then yeah, it leads yeah. to the whole Rames. Yeah, no, of course. The Rames meetup. That's one way to put it. As they try to like shoot each other in the streets, <laughs> the Rames encounter. Um, and Travolta, of course, gets. Oh, spoilers! By the way, if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, come on. What are you doing? I'll play the start. Spoilers for all these time codes in the description. All right, let's go. So, Rames. No, Travolta gets riddled with bullets. God, that was really like quite a shocker. Quite a shocker. But it's also that's the fun reveal of like a, t- a mixed timeline. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of movies have tried to do like the disjointed timeline just gets kind of confusing or like or even like obvious where it's going whatever this does it perfectly where everything kind of pieces together in an mm-hmm. interesting uh and also shocking way yeah. very fu- very qu- extreme one of the most quotable movies of all time um i was thinking I'll, of getting you a wallet that said bad motherfucker on it oh, as like a present that. i'm in need of a new wallet so, right. um, I mean, I definitely wasn't going to do that. <laughs> and by the way, don't tell anyone else you want that until Christmas. <laughs> um, but I think sometimes when a character's death is revealed and, like, you see more of the character throughout the movie, I don't, it kind of diminishes your whole, like, engagement with that character. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it, it, they still do it well. No, you know? yeah, like, he still, he still had, he got a lot to do. And then you kind of cut back to something, like, where he shot, who, what's the guy's Marvin. name? Shot Marvin in the face. Who actually is played by Phil Lamar, voice of Green Lantern. Oh my god, it's all tied together. <laughs> so Green, he shot Green Lantern he in the face. He shot Green Lantern in the face. Like, and then also back to the, like, what is that, cafe slash yeah, yeah, diner. Yeah, the, the diner. Yeah. Uh, Tim Roth is great yeah, too. All the time, like, oh, I know he's dead, but but I still love that, he's, that he's here. You're you know? still invested in his story mm. and his character. And yeah. also the, um, the wolf. That flies? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, The Wolf is also very good. The Wolf is amazing. So, yeah, excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Jackie Brown, haven't seen, but I haven't think it has Michael it. Keaton in it. I'm getting to it soon. Kill Bill. Have you seen this? I've seen Kill Bill. I haven't seen Both I don't them. think I've seen the second one. Okay, well, he's... Maybe. Quentin says they're one movie. <laughs> but Quentin's a fool. <laughs> <laughs> but I know better than Literally Quentin. Literally called Volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I really... I don't know. I have a weird... We have a relationship both, with these no? movies. Yeah, because I, I, I remember watching them. I remember thinking they were very good, but I, I never am like, I've never compelled. I, no, to I was not blown away. Think by about it. them or talk about like I also whenever someone talks about like Quentin Tarantino movies for some reason I never like they're arguably some of his most iconic films, but they for some reason it didn't it's really it's stick it's not, with me. I don't think it's at all. Like it's got hints of Tarantino, but I don't think the writing is as clever at all. It's very just yeah you know like it's just she goes and kills like a hundred ninjas or something <laughs> that was tarantino's pitch for it all the <laughs> kill bill fans in the comments right now just... like, i remember the conversation at the end i believe of the second one she has with presumably bill <laughs> from that this is so bad no, i haven't it's, seen it's it in a, like two it's years the start of the second one isn't it 
Like no, there's an ending where she talks to him and they talk about like Superman or something. I remember that conversation well, being very he good. He dies in the beginning of the second one, no? Okay, then maybe it was someone else, but or maybe it was at the start of the end of the first one. I don't know, but yeah. I remember that conversation, that, and I think people know what I'm talking about if you've seen them. That was very good, and it has moments of great writing. It has really good action, and it's sort of like cheesy over the. It's meant mm-hmm. to be like create like blood spurting like literally no, yeah, everywhere. It is, it is like, like that insane. is that's that that is <laughs> like blood. Yeah, yeah, fun like Tarantino kind of thing. And also, there's an animated segment which is very good. I think they're very good movies, and I should probably rewatch them. I just remember. Well, that's the thing. I don't really remember like mm-hmm. like especially compared to these others. It didn't stick Sorry. with me. I'm a podcaster here. <laughs> but yeah, Freddy's dad just called. He's like, Kill Bill is amazing. You guys shut <laughs> Please, the Please <laughs> do not diss it. <laughs> um, you can talk to him, by the way, if you need to. Or... No, that's no, okay. Can I actually charge my phone, though? <laughs> the yes. classic. Uh, you can unplug my AirPods. And... So, uh, yeah, that's Kill Bill. Um, Death Proof, haven't seen. Apparently I'm, his worst n- movie. I've not even heard of this. It's with Kurt Russell. It's like supposed to be like a cheesy, like like b movie but it's just when did he make this 2007 i want to say really but it's not it was also it's a part of like it's a weird movie where like four different directors did four parts of like but they're all each a movie or something it's a whole thing anyway i haven't seen it interesting but apparently not his best work okay then we come to arguably his best work (laughs) i i think so i think this is probably his best you consider your favorite movie of all time one of them, at least. One of yeah (laughs) please stay humble sir (laughs) (laughs) inglorious bastards Inglorious Bastards. God, I like the accent though. Add a lot of spice. <laughs> it it's such a good, like. I mean, we talked not, about. There's it. not a bad moment in this movie. It's both entertaining. The action's great. It's like dialogue and it's just written Writing such a clever, great. amazing way. acting. Yeah. Pit. Need I say more? <laughs> Pit. Pit. <laughs> uh, we talked about it a lot in the favorite movies episode. So if you want a more in-depth thing, go back to that. But we we got three more, four more, three more movies to get through here. <laughs> So yeah, Inglorious, amazing, obviously. Yeah. Now I think maybe my favorite Tarantino. Ooh. I mean, this is my second favorite. Django. Django. The D is silent, though, as hippie. he says. Hippie. No, he says he says hillbilly. I think. Cause I don't Did think you say hillbilly? I think so. Cause I don't think hippies were around. Django, just. I don't know. I think it's everything that makes Inglorious Bastards great, but just with even more. I guess like such a lame word but like epic moments like i don't know yeah, yeah. The, like the ending also i i have to say the song at the end that plays is oh, yeah. one like of my favorites of the house one of my favorite songs of all time like i also i associate with like good times in my life when like i saw this movie but like he had a horse oh, <laughs> that's exactly what i was talking about <laughs> um and no yeah and at the end when he like again it's that i think inglorious bastards and django and probably once upon a time in hollywood are the perfect examples of like the bad guys getting it like get, getting it <laughs> getting like i don't know exactly like, what what's coming to them kind yeah. of in a in an over-the-top like violent tarantino kind of way where mm. yeah and he he samuel jackson was so awful dicaprio God, was, was so yeah. awful and he gets he gets shot by and i think this is my favorite waltz performance Walt, ever oh no, yeah like, like waltz think, is great in inglorious as well but god he's probably like it's probably a better performance in inglorious maybe but, but you, you enjoy him more he's here. so likable and fun and yeah. the fact that he did these movies i well, didn't do the movies back to back but like back to back tarantino mm-hmm. and, and he is completely back-to-back oscar winner yeah completely different type of character and he's yeah. amazing as both and jamie fox is great as well i also love the um i like the way you die boy moment yeah, excellent so moment with the music as well it's just a very enjoyable and yeah, it has these like horrific scenes that maybe like go a little bit too far, but it does 
again, it makes it so satisfying when Django mm-hmm. finally, you know, oh, when they get yeah, revenge on just... these horrible, horrible people. And, <laughs> so uh, love was like, what's 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 uh, DiCaprio's wife's name? Oh, I can't remember. Like, say say something goodbye. Goodbye, Miss Whatever. And he just shoots and she flies. Like, also very oh, yeah, oh, yeah. She just flies oh, out yeah, of the doorway. Oh, yeah, what's her name? Um, Miss... Oh, f- yeah, I see. I love this scene, though. Yeah, it's great. And oh, the action also, and, like, the music. Tarantino uses... Ah, uh, f- what's the word? Anachronism? Is that the word? It's where... No, don't ask me. <laughs> you, you use, like, um, like modern stuff in something that's set, like, in another time period. Mm. So, like, he uses... Mo- like, there's a Rick Ross song, there's a Tupac song, but it's... I don't know, it, it fits... Per- like, it doesn't really take you out of it. It fits very well. Yeah, yeah. And the action scene with the Tupac song, where mm. he's, um... There's, like, the shootout. Yeah. God, it's so good. And then also, Goggins <laughs> almost cuts off his balls, but then he doesn't. He does. That why, is a why horrifying is it, scene. Why is it that he doesn't? Because Jackson interrupts him. All right. And then he sent... Yeah, it's so... I don't know, there are also such stakes in it, I guess, because of how, like, it's very unpleasant and visceral, like, the, the bad stuff in it, but I guess mm-hmm. that does add, like, tension, like, you yeah. really, and the, when he, when he shows up, uh, to save his wife, and she, oh, like, so she good. thinks it's, like, DiCaprio or something, and he's like, it's me, baby, and then she, like, the music becomes triumphant, Woo. like, it's this classic, I love the use of the music as well, like, this classic, triumphant, like, western-type music, yeah. excellent film, fun dynamic with him yeah. and Waltz, and got, DiCaprio, also one of the best DiCaprio And amazing DiCaprio performance. You know the thing with, like, the smashing the glass? He did just, that for God, real, yeah. Yeah, amazing. I, well, accidentally. <laughs> accidentally the best actor. <laughs> so, just, I'd say my favorite Tarantino and one of my favorite movies ever. Mm. Um, even though I didn't mention it in the favorite movies <laughs> thing, I'm pretty sure. Hateful Eight. Have you seen this? I have seen this. You have? Oh, yeah, yeah you did. We talked about it yeah. a little bit. Now, a great movie, but a very slow burner. Yes. I Did you watch it on a plane? No, I watched it... I watched it traveling, but I do not remember yeah. if it was on a... I don't think it was on a plane, though. I think it was, like, on a long car trip. Because I don't think it's the kind of movie that you would want to do that with. Because it's very, like... I think you have to, just, like, really settle into it. And, like, I think this would be a much better experience, like, watching it in the cinema. Yeah, it's not a time killer. Like, no. it's not, like, something you watch, like, to pass the time mm-hmm. quickly, you know? Like, it's it's a very slow burn. It was, like, three hours long or something? Yeah, and there's an extended cut that's, like, five hours or something. But I watched mm-hmm. it... <laughs> I watched it um, as it was intended, <laughs> but no, I, I actually I didn't see it in the cinema, so I didn't. But I watched it like uh, on TV and mm-hmm. um, on the couch, you know, as you do. Yeah, and yeah. I really this this was kind of divisive. Like some people liked it, some people didn't. I really really loved it. I don't think it's his best. No, I don't think so. like I think of his modern films mm-hmm. of these four, I'd say it's the worst of like his yeah. time period films because uh-huh. he kind of goes like crime films and then. Whatever this phase is, <laughs> with this weird <laughs> Jackie, midlife crisis he had, <laughs> Jackie Brown and Death Proof and Kill Bill, and then his modern kind of like time period things. I think this is probably the worst of those, yeah. but it's still, I don't know. It's so when you just get engaged in and in sucked into this world, mm. it, I find it to be a very engaging film. And even though, like, I didn't notice people were like, "Oh, it's too claustrophobic because it's based on like a stage play," so it's like it's only in two locations or whatever. No, I, I never, think. I think if he hadn't, like, it, he couldn't have done this any better, you know? No, if he'd done no. it in a different way, it would have been a much worse movie. So I think, like, even though what maybe makes it a little bit hard to watch, the fact that it's so long or these, these two locations, also what, like, makes the, no, the actual movie, No, I think, movie, it's, I think it's a very interesting and cool experience. And he, again, if there's anyone who can do this, like, dialogue, basically it's just a movie of dialogue and make it interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a little, yeah, a little bit of a shootout here and there with, like, Tatum shows up for a second. And again... 
the arguably better guys, or at least the bad guys that you like more, mm-hmm. get the best of the situation yeah. in the, the end. The Goggins and the Samuel. The Goggins and the Samuel team up. You know, what a, what a, what a moment, you know? Even moment. though they're both probably terrible, they team yeah. up and kind of... And, and Samuel loses his balls. Oh, yeah, he does. But then Channing they... shoots him in the, in the oh, testes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then they kill the woman... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, who gives an amazing performance in this. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus, that's Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee, who gives an amazing performance in this. Um, um, yeah, and Samuel Jackson tells that Confederate guy that he made his son in the snow. Oh, yeah. I've, that's a pretty unpleasant scene to watch. Do you think he was lying about that? or Because it's kind of left ambiguous, because he also lied about the Lincoln letter. Yeah, pr- probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's sure. think about that more. <laughs> Let's talk about that for the rest of the episode. But it's an excellent... I think it's a really, really good movie, and some great performances again, yeah. and an interesting, like, mystery whodunit, mm. like, you're trying to figure it out, and then when Samuel kind of cracks it and with the, um, with Senor Bob. Senor Bob, That's yeah. an excellent moment. Minis, Minis what? Haberdashery. Haberdashery. I love the word haberdashery. It's so good. It's, it's such like, a powerful word. It's, it's, it reminds me of Buster Scruggs, for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, you know, well shot, good, like, time period, uh, with, like, costumes and all that. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. Yeah. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we have, I, I feel like we've talked about on the pod because we meme it so much in our real lives, but we actually have never talked about it on the pod. Have we really not? I, I'm pretty sure we haven't. God. And let's what not start now. <laughs> um, no, a great movie. Great, great movie. It was... It, I, honestly, it was it was an entertaining thing, even like without all the violence. Like at the, the violence at the end was probably the most entertaining. Well, it was very funny and like crazy and... Yeah, my when I saw it with my dad as well, we had a we had a good laugh yeah. during that. Great pit performance, great, great DiCaprio. Great, yeah, great performances all around. And it is uh, similarly to Hateful Eight. I guess it's more of a slow burn. Yeah, but not it. Like where Hateful Eight is a lot more tense. I would say this is just kind of like it's yeah, it's a lot more, easier to watch. Yeah, it feels like, and this is probably too insulting of a word, but like it's kind of it's a bit meandering, and like it can kind of feel like nothing's really happening, but it, it never bothered me really. Yeah, like, it's kind of like a slice of life. Yeah, with, with with Tarantino's little take on it, you know. Yeah, and there's still you know it's exciting stuff like Pitt meeting the hippies and mm-hmm. and also uh, the fact that you know it's part of history that it's kind of like even though it doesn't like center around the Charles Man like Charles Manson story, you know that it's like yeah, you know it's it's there and it's it's gonna and again pop it's up. it's like justice served mm-hmm. kind of thing that like this is what Tarantino probably like you know wishes would have happened yeah. and um I mean that's very <laughs> funny and and satisfying in that way and um. It's a very fun one of Tarantino's funniest films. DiCaprio gives a very funny performance. I also yeah. like his character arc because even though he's kind of like an idiot, he's also likable and like yeah, you're yeah. kind of rooting for him. And um, yeah, just a very I don't know. I never felt bored while watching. I guess no. like a lot of people said it was boring. I feel like it built up the characters well and had enough like atmosphere. Even though yeah. Pitt drives for like fifty minutes, <laughs> it's still it's still entertaining. Do you think he killed his wife? I I think so. But he probably did, didn't but. He? But I'd like to think he didn't. <laughs> but don't you think it was like... Didn't they say there was like a justifiable reason? Well... No. Okay, I mean justifiable, justifiable, <laughs> like... But he didn't just like go murder maniac. No, but she was... I mean, the reason basically... It's like a humorous scene where like she's just the most like awful, horrible wife ever. And she's like, I hate you and like you're the yeah. worst. And then he's just like... It cuts on him just like staring at her with a harpoon gun. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of cuts and then you don't really know what happens. I... I feel like he's done it. He probably did it. Yeah. yeah. Which again is this Tarantino thing where the good guys aren't actually good. Yeah. But you're still really like. But it's also because you get the most likable actors in the world, like Pitt to play him. Pitt and DiCaprio. Come on, Pitt is. How can and you not love him? Pitt versus Bruce Lee. 
again, so controversial because some people thought it was disrespectful to Bruce Lee, but just as a scene in the movie, mm-hmm. it's a very funny scene. So, what would you say your favorite is? Actually, we already know it's Inglorious. Yeah. Shut up. But, <laughs> but if we, let's rank the top five, shall we? Okay. I'd probably say, so, Inglorious, then mm-hmm. Django. Mm-hmm. Probably had to hit you with a Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. And then Hateful Eight. But it's sad because, like, all of these are really, really good. Yeah, no, I would, I would, honestly, I'd do the same, although maybe Hateful Eight and Reservoir Dogs switched around, but okay. I, like, switched out. But generally, same thing. Oh, and also Django and Inglorious. We'll swap A little bit of a... So now it's time for... The Tom Knews. All right. New Tom Cruise car fact. He couldn't get his 1958 Corvette started after a night out. Well, Tom Cruise... This is all just him having trouble with his cars, isn't it? It's not often that a 1958 Porsche is found out in the wild. But then again, most people aren't anywhere anywhere near Tom Cruise. After being snapped with Katie Holmes on a date night, Cruise made his way into his vehicle, where he initially struggled to get it started to take off. This is just an insulting article of Cruise. I'm sorry, Cruise. We don't agree with... Who was Katie Holmes again? That was his wife at the time, I think. She was in Batman... Mm, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say she's like an actress. No. Yeah. Well, good for you, Cruz. That's our Wait, cruise. What, what about the other? Uh... Oh, we don't have time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no more cruises. <laughs> Fine, we'll do it. Just yes. He often flies private jets. Well, duh. Yeah. He's a celeb. <laughs> Please. Got it. Okay. Thank you. Thethings.com. So I also want to point out just a funny thing that I remembered because the fan pages put it out there. There is still a petition for me to turn into Carnage. You know, I put that in my Insta bio. <laughs> Of course you have. <laughs> well, um, you can go down. There's a link in the description. If you want to sign it, I'm not going to dye my hair red, but maybe I'll do like an epic gag or something. I don't know. We'll see. But like, <laughs> I'm kind of curious to see how many this can get. So I think you should dye your hair <laughs> Check out. Be- <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to look like an asshole. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. So um, check that out in the description. It's kind of funny. And we're back for the weekly announcements slash Freddy's in Scotland segment. Freddy. Has it really been a week? It feels like a year. <laughs> well, Freddie, can we please, for the love of God, get a little Scotland update? <laughs> all right, all right. Since you asked so nicely. Um, well, one of my flatmates has returned to me. <gasps> so I'm now not the loneliest man. I'm the second loneliest. And restrictions should hopefully be uh, loosening up soon, which is very good. Very really? Good. So, I mean, not, not a whole lot, but, like, I can actually do... Sports other than Ultimate Frisbee, which I know sounds ridiculous, but still. <laughs> you were built for Ultimate Frisbee. I know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, otherwise just hitting the daily grind. You know how it is. Oh, I, oh, I know. Over, over here in Scotland. <laughs> Y'all don't even know how much grinding this man does. <laughs> <laughs> Each other's hype men here. <laughs> that's, I mean, realistically, that's what we are in real life. Um... <laughs> Also, I realized how that's what she said, what I just said was, so I hope that's not taken out of context. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you guys wouldn't do that, would you? <laughs> well, You guys wouldn't be the craziest of dogs, would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for once, actually, a positive Scotland update. That's You love to see it. Um, well, speaking of positive updates, I will let everyone know, because I was feeling quite under the weather last week, I did, in fact, test negative for the coronavirus, uh, <laughs> but positive for everything else. <laughs> so, you know, knock on wood, because anything can happen. I don't want this this clip to be, you know, curb your enthusiasm theme memed in the future. But 
which is something that they would totally do. <laughs> the crazy dogs. The craziest of dogs here. But uh, this week tested negative, so it was probably just a little, I don't know, seasonal bug or. But yeah, so not not Corona. So all all good on that front. The fan page has been posting uh, some stuff, or one of the fan pages from from Kian. Firstly, okay. there's a a post from. No, <laughs> I just realized now it's from The Onion, but um, it, it's just the headline, <laughs> Animator misses the birth of his child, so Mr. Incredible could have consistently sized penis bulge, which is <laughs> just, just wonderful. Um, I, I just love that The Onion skits, very good. Yeah, The, yeah, the Onion's pretty amazing. Um, also, yeah, but if that was a real headline, would not surprise me for, for Bob Parr, you know? I'm actually surprised it's not a real headline. <laughs> uh, I I didn't think it was a real headline, but I just thought it said something about Mr. Incredible's penis animation, and then I saw the actual headline and the onion. I was like, oh, that 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 adds up. That, that makes sense. Um, me when in pod thirteen, BHL calls my country made up. I I went back and checked this. Apparently, I called Ireland a made up country. Classic BHL. Uh, classic BHL geographical <laughs> skills. <laughs> classic. What was I? 15 at the time? 16? Classic 16-year-old BHL humor. Clearly, it's evolved much to this point. <laughs> the Real Reason... <laughs> this has to be my favorite one. It's an article called The Real Reason Tom Cruise Can't Stop Running, and it's just a stock image of a woman <laughs> where it says, Do I hear some Tom Cruise? <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Which is wonderful. And then, um... And turns out you're not... Neither of us, actually, are following Josh Gad. Which doesn't surprise me for for me, cause no. But but for you. But what do you mean for me? <laughs> I mean, you're much more of a of a Gad Why are you fan. Me right now? <laughs> <laughs> you're much more of a Gad fan. I'm more of a Gad observer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna pretend like I didn't just hear that. <laughs> um. But so yeah, I hope I hope you uh, rectify. Wait a minute. He searched for the real FDK gaming. Well, that's not your Instagram tag, is it? Uh, the real FDK gaming, no. Hmm. It's F, F Dalgard. So maybe you do, fo- maybe, maybe Kian has been, has been duped it. here. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, realistically, it still stands. I sincerely doubt it. But so, uh, thank you, Kian. Uh, link down below to the fan pages in the description. Then, um, want to say, I got an email from Richard, who has started the BHL Hudson and, you know, by extension, the Poorly Planned Podcast Discord server. So, uh, I will put a link to that down below. Thank you very much, Richard, and I believe um, Keen is also a moderator. I will say, I have no idea how Discord works, never used it, and I've not had the chance uh, to check... I don't plan on doing any time <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's definitely something I want to link it, look into, because I've heard it's very, you know, it's a very useful thing. Haven't had the chance to look into it yet. Um, I, I have to say, I think it's a little bit overrated. I am more of a Skype, Skype man myself. Oh, well, well, sorry, sorry, Richard, for all the, uh... <laughs> yeah, make a Skype group, and then we'll talk, Richard. <laughs> no, but, um, so thank you, Richard. Link down below to that if you want to check that out. I will hopefully check it out sometime in the future. Just haven't, uh, gotten to yet. I've been incredibly busy lately with, with a little thing that I think, I think you guys will hear about in the, in, in the near future. So, you know, mm. a little, a little tease there. But, um, but yeah, thank you, Richard. And if you want to check that out and, and, uh, participate, join... Whatever you do with Discord, <laughs> link down below. Whatever the hell the kids do these days. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll try to um, get to it as soon as possible. 
And then finally, just a little, uh, just a little thing I found this week, because you know I am a fan of the Justice League animated TV show cartoon thing. Of course. And I have been, I've been not gonna lie, I have been rewatching some lately because it makes me happy. I won't lie to you. I want to get women, and therefore Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I discovered a clip from... They made this movie Justice League vs. The Fatal Five, which was like a continuation of the Justice League show last year. Still haven't checked it out, weirdly enough, even though I'm like a huge fan of Justice League. But I did see a clip which kind of convinced me that I really do need to check it out. Even though like I, it's been on my list for a while, but it's just a little 15-second thing where the Justice League show up or something. They play a little snippet of the Justice League theme as they show up. Wait, wait, wait what's, what's, what's this video called? It's it's well, I'll, you know I'll FaceTime and I'll, I'll show you. Justice. <laughs> this is much better. Um, clip. And so it's just a little 15 second thing, but they show up and then a part of the theme plays. And I just have to say, just hearing that theme song again used in something else, because I don't know if you remember, but when the Justice League movie came out, I was really hoping they would use some version of the theme in that in some way, like some orchestral version or something. Uh-huh. However, we they did, did not. They, they ignored my wishes, but here, look at this. Is that not just uh, the sound? Just <laughs> it just gets the adrenaline going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I won't lie to you. If I saw it like on my computer, I think I'd be more excited. It sounded so flimsy, and then you sitting there saying, "This is the best thing that's ever happened in the world." <laughs> but anyway, so hopefully, uh, again, when I have a bit more time, I will be checking that out. So. That has been this week's end uh, announcement thing segment. Fun times. Uh, Freddie. Like <laughs> Freddie will continue eating his dinner. And um, we will see you next week. So goodbye. Adios. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to this episode. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. Check out the fan pages. Link down below. Very fun stuff. You can find me on Instagram at fdalgard. You can find me on Twitter at fdk underscore adultsniper. And you can find me on YouTube at fdk space gaming. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you next time.